Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty on vacation. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to everybody out there. Uh, Final night of the week for us, Mafia, as we've been uh, filling in for Scotty here. He has the whole week off. Hopefully everybody have a uh, safe, happy, and healthy Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. Uh, A lot of college basketball tonight. Uh, a lot of ranked teams in action, believe it or not. Uh, I'll try to rip through a couple of them. I will be focused in on the UCLA-San Diego State game, Mafia, that is coming up at 10.30 p.m. Eastern uh, out in San Diego. But uh, we'll probably do mostly football tonight, a little in the college hoops as well. Uh, the, the table a little bit lighter uh, for most people this year, unfortunately, with everything going on. And and you're right. like it's It's one of those days where – uh, especially if you don't have to go anywhere. Now, I know you're going to bounce around a little bit. Um, we are going to uh, just go over to uh, my parents' house for about an hour, say hello, uh, and then come back. And um, But for the most part, you want to get to where you are, get stationary, get on the yeah. couch, uh, rip open the 12-pack, slap the feed bag on, uh, and away you go, Mafia. And, we, and, we, and we'll start with this after the break. You know, we, we've lost one of the NFL games. We have two NFL games. We have one college game now. We lost one of those and a couple of college hoop games. So plenty if you want to avoid the family, Mafia. You know, it actually maybe works out in our way, you know, favorite, because how many times do you actually sit there and you, you, you eat like four or five, six o'clock, and then that eight o'clock game rolls around, and you're like, uh, the trip to you know the trip to fan or whatever it is that rolls in there and makes you tired. Like now you don't have to stay up. Now you can go crash at nine nine thirty and not feel as guilty. Right. That's that's the way. That's the fun part. You can you know you're not going to finish off that New Mexico Utah State game. So we've got a lot to do. We're going to go through all the games on Thanksgiving and throughout the weekend in the NFL and college football. We'll do some hoops as well. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty at Wednesday night for on the bench. We get rolling right after this. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. 
we can laugh, man. We we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty on Thanksgiving Eve, 844-843-6879. I did not realize, Mafia, before we get into this NFL, there literally was like 50 or 60 college basketball games tonight. Like this is, I could not believe as I scrolled through the scores and I knew there was a bunch of ranked teams playing, but, and not only is there like 50 or 60 games, then on the bottom of like the screen at at ESPN.com, there's like another 25 that were canceled or postponed uh, because of COVID. Like it seemed like everybody in the nation was trying to get out here on opening night uh, and play some hoops. And I saw a bunch, you know, most of the ranked teams, like, and they won big, like they all pretty much covered Virginia won huge, North Carolina won huge. Uh, I just watched Clemson uh, get a win over Mississippi state, Purdue won big, but I did not realize that the, the schedule was that robust here uh, on opening night, Moff. Oh yeah. I mean, it was blowed out the first couple nights of uh, college basketball or the, I can't even say nights cause it started all day. I think the noon they started here Eastern. Yeah. So, I mean, that just happens. They love to pump them out. It's just, usually we don't pay attention to most of them. Cause like you said, it's good teams against bad teams and they just beat them up for most of the game. The only time you really have a, a game where you really lock in like, all right, well maybe this one's worth checking out. That's when they have these cross conference, these cross power five tournaments where we get, you know, some of these top 10 teams playing each other for the first game or two. But we don't have that this year. Everyone pulled out. Everyone said, you know what? I'm just going to go beat up on some other guy and uh, not take the chance of traveling to, you know, these alternate sites or to, you know, these other big schools and just doing their own thing, it seems like, which kind of takes a little air out of the tires, you know, because that's, for me, the thing is college basketball. Like, it's tough to get into while this football's going on with, you know, college and pro football. So, you know, we usually have those big games at the Kentucky versus Duke, and you're like, all right, I can watch this, and it gets you a little excited. When you have just these beatdowns, I'm like, eh. I'll wait till, you know, mid to late December. Yeah, there there is a couple games uh, going on now still. A lot of late night games, a few games of note. Villanova up 18-11 on Boston College right now. I believe they're playing that one at the Bubbleville uh, at Mohegan Sun. Uh, here's, a, here's a surprise one. USC uh, struggling 44-41 over household uh, name, the California Baptist Lancers. Uh, that's right. 44-41 in the second half. USC Jeez. messing around with the California Baptist Lancers tonight. Might as well be the Wisconsin. California Raisins. That's about as well a team known. <laughs> Wisconsin uh, up 9-5 over Eastern Illinois as well. I'm going to have my eye, as I mentioned before, on that UCLA-San Diego State game. I got up this morning, Moff, at minus 2.5. That line right now, as we get about 20 minutes to tip off, is now up to 3.5 uh, for the UCLA Bruins. So I'll obviously be... Uh, dialed into that one. So uh, Turkey Day NFL coming up on Thursday. We were supposed to have three games, but now we only have two. So before we get into all the games, uh, let's talk about this mafia because the Ravens and the Steelers get pushed back. They go from Thursday night to Sunday afternoon at 1:15. Um, bizarre. Uh, it's game's gonna be on NBC. I get that NBC was supposed to have the game, but 
I mean, they need to kick off uh, 15 minutes later than everybody else on Sunday afternoon. I, I Bizarre stuff. But 115. So here's basically why. We knew about uh, Ingram and Dobbins early in the week, the two running backs for the Ravens testing positive. You also had offensive linemen uh, Patrick McCarry and Matt Skura. And you had uh, Calais Campbell, one of their uh, good defensive ends. And it all comes out, Mafia, then that they issue a statement uh, that an unnamed staffed member had been, quote, uh, disciplined for conduct surrounding the recent uh, COVID cases that have affected players and staff at the Ravens. So they had somebody that I guess went off the grid, did things that they weren't supposed to do. I believe it was something with the uh, the workout room or the weight room. And there you go. You've got a bunch of Ravens with COVID. But Mafia, that be- it still begs the question. Uh, the NFL has been inconsistent. I get that you have to change on the fly. Uh, Adam Kaplan brought it up today on Coast to Coast. A lot of fans are upset because they really forced the 49ers to play a few Thursdays ago with no wide receivers. Uh, they basically had uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie come off the street and play for them in that Packer <laughs> game. The Packers the Packers had problems as well uh, in the running back room. Remember, they didn't have uh, Williams and a few of their guys, too. So the NFL made that game push ahead. But they did not make the Ravens push ahead. The Steeler players are upset about it. I kind of get where they're coming from because they've been moved around a few times this year and are losing their bye weeks and their mini bye weeks. Um, But I know that you have the feeling, Mafia, that safety has to come first, and that's just the way that it is. Yeah, I mean, and obviously that's what you have to do all the time, not even just in football, just in general right now with viruses, safety first, you know, in my mind, that's why a lot of us aren't having the big family Thanksgiving that we normally do, or some of us aren't having family Thanksgiving at all. Some of us are just staying at home by ourselves, you know, but for me, this is even a different scenario as well, because I get where they're like, you're making us wait now, now we have those extra days off. I mean, in reality, come on, it's like all of a sudden they're going to strap on past tomorrow and have a hard week of practice. They're going to have an easy week of practice still. They're still recovering. They're still getting some extra rest that they wouldn't have gotten if this was a normal Sunday game, probably. So that's working out in their favor in that case. I get they're upset because, you know, like you said, these other teams like San Francisco and, and Green Bay, they kind of pushed to have it when New England had, uh, you know, their quarterback on the COVID list and one of their best players and with best offensive players, they were forced to play. So they're saying like, hey, other teams had to play with this. Why aren't the Ravens? They think that they're kind of getting a little advantage, the Ravens, and getting these extra days to kind of get these guys off the list, possibly, and clear them and let them play. Still, even if those guys play, to me, the Steelers are going to blow them out. They're just the better team by far right now. But for me, the thing is this. The NFL is looking at this, or you know, I hope they are, at least the way I'm looking at it since I you know, kind of took a few minutes and thought about it more instead of just, oh, yeah, they're getting screwed, is that, listen, the Steelers are 10-0. They're winning that division. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Like this game and then most of the other ones don't really matter for them. They will for seeding and things like that to buy. But in reality, all that matters for the Steelers from now on is the playoffs. So they're actually doing you a favor because it gives them these you know extra days to not only get players back for the Ravens, but it gives them these couple extra days to make sure they get everybody that's possibly infected by this off the field. Because what happens if you're the Steelers, if they push this game through tomorrow night, there's three or four other guys on the field that you don't know had it because they're not symptomatic yet, and they spread it to you, and then guess what? Two, three weeks down the road, you know, you have Ben Roethlisberger out for two or three games because of symptoms and because of complications. Or, you know, you're missing Chase Claypool, or you're missing, you know, Watt, or, you know, some of these other very important guys to your team. You know, the last thing you want is to get infected by the Ravens in a game that, yes, does matter, but really doesn't. And then when you get to the playoffs, you're shorthanded because your guys are complications from this virus. 
Yeah, I understand that. I and I do. It, it's I don't know. I I just happen to lean a little bit more on the Steelers side of things because I I just you look at the season as and everybody should be safe. That is the main thing. And I and the NFL said that today. The the safety of our players is paramount. Well, it wasn't paramount a few Thursdays ago in the Niner Packer game. It wasn't because if it was, you would have moved that game to Sunday, like you're like you're doing with this one. So I just don't like the picking and choosing of which scenarios are okay to say, well, we're going to do safety here and which scenarios aren't okay to do safety. The Steeler players are mad. They, they lost, you know, the, we said it, the bye week, uh, the mini bye week. And it is an advantage when you're, when you're the home team on these Thursday games. And I know that you think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Ravens will be in this game. They always play close games. Uh, they do. And, and I think the Ravens are, are live here. I don't think they can win the game, but I like them with the number. So the game matters. Can it, the Steelers kind of put away the division if they win this game? Yeah, they kind of can. But I think that there's a lot more on the table here uh, than that. And I think that it sounds like my, my biggest gripe, Mafia, is with the league and how they handle these things. And I get it. There's no, there's no set in stone way to do this. Everybody's got to do this on the fly. Things change by the moment. But I guess that's where my biggest gripe is. I mean, listen, you're really surprised that the league is handling something case by case and not no. being consistent at all in how they handle it. I mean, that's how they've done about punishments. That's how they've done about suspensions, about everything the league has ever done, you know, has been about, well, this guy gets off easy and then that one we're going to slam the book on. So that, that's the way they've always operated. It's not surprising they do the same thing with COVID. No, it's it's true. And you know, now they do have a couple of extra days to make sure that everybody else that's been around the five guys that already have tested positive and the the dopey equipment guy or, or, you know, weight room guy that got them all in trouble in the first place, discipline. I'd love to know, Mafia, what the discipline was for this knucklehead that basically got, you know, a whole bunch of Ravens infected with COVID. The discipline should be, probably should be fired. Uh, Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty, 844-843-6879. We get into Thursday's games when we come back. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... We bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. And then we're back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. 844-843-6879. We are here with you uh, Thanksgiving Eve. We get ready for football. So we talked about the game that's not going to happen. It will happen on Sunday. Mafia thinks that the Ravens will uh, get hammered by the Steelers. Uh, I still think uh, that it will be a close game. 
So uh, I'll take the points. Uh, It was actually up to five and a half the other day. It's been teetering between four and five and a half. Uh, I think the Ravens will be in it. I think that it'll be a a close game because I'm just going by the history that uh, those two teams always play close games. But we do, Mafia, have two games tomorrow. The traditional that Scotty loves so much, uh, Detroit at 12.30 p.m. Eastern and Dallas at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, like it's been forever. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day, Houston and Detroit in the first game, Mafia. Uh, the Texans beat the Patriots on Sunday. The Lions got shut out. Uh, awful effort by them in Carolina against P.J. Walker. Uh, Texans minus three right now going into this game. Total at 51 and a half. Um, I'm, I'm on the Texans here, Mafia. I actually today uh, put it in and I, I put it down to two and a half. Just to be safe, I really wish that that odds boost that, that was there we talked about it the other night, where they had pretty much the money line parlay of Texans, Cowboys, and Steelers that was going to be there if that game was happening. I liked that odds boost. It's gone now, of course, with the game being pushed back. But I'm on the Texans here, Mafia, and I also think uh, some points. Uh, 51 and a half, two bad teams. Stafford and Watson maybe throw it around a little bit. I know the Lions are missing some guys on offense, but they do pretty much every week. Uh, I think we should could see a couple fireworks early on tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, obviously, before last week's game, I would have been completely on, like, over, no problem. We're hitting that easy. And I'm a little more tentative with it now because of what we saw from the Lions against Carolina, who, you know, this isn't Carolina of the past, who had a great defense and kind of pounded the ball. Like, they're letting everyone light them up. You know, it was, it's a shootout with them every week is what it's been so far this year. So for them to have an issue getting any points at all against Carolina just makes me wonder a little bit, makes me worry, makes me you know think about what these players might be feeling right now with Patricia pretty much on his way out. Like, are they saying, well, you know, why am I going to put myself out there and you know make those extra little, you know, hustle plays or, you know, that extra stretch that might end up getting me lit up if, if – this guy's going to be fired anyway, and we're not going to the playoffs. So I worry about that. I think it still should be an over. I think we'll see scoring. Both these defenses have let you know every team score on them under the sun. And I think Houston has gotten their stuff together a little bit more now. Is putting up more points. And obviously getting Swift back for the Lions will hopefully get a little jump start to the offense more than they had last week because you know Adrian Peterson has been a nice story with how he keeps hanging around and doing okay. And on Johnson is a decent running back, but – Neither of those are young and quick and awesome like Swift. So, you know, hopefully that'll give them the shot in the arm. We'll hit that over. I like the Texans like you because I just think they're playing much better right now. I think even though they are the worst record at three and seven, I think they're tougher. Their defense has been given up too much, but I think the offense is in more sync than it was earlier in the season. I think, you know, Will Fuller being there and kind of playing a lot more than he was early in the season with his injuries and some of these other receivers that they've had that have been back and uninjured, I think has helped them get back on track and more to the offense that they, you know, were previously, you know, obviously they're never going to be as what they were without Hopkins, but closer to that and, you know, a better team. And it's just the defense has to get some stops every now and then, and then they can win some games. So I think it's going to be, like you said, high scoring and I'm rolling with Houston. And I had brought up the passing props with Keith today. They gone up uh, significantly. Actually Watson went up pretty good and Stafford went down a tick. From uh, the numbers that I had with Keith this afternoon, Stafford 271 and a half passing yards and Watson now 302 and a half. So what I'm going to do, Mafia, is because it's Thanksgiving Day and I want to get crazy and I don't really want to talk to family. I just want to sit around and I want to gamble heavily, as Scotty would say, on the NFL games. Not only will I play the Texans, who I uh, bought down to uh, minus two and a half and the over of 51 and a half, I am going to do a fan duel 
uh, SGP, same game parlay, Moff, and take the Stafford over, 271.5, the Watson over, 302.5. We're going to put those together, plus 229, so just over 2-1 to one, uh, on your money, whatever you want to bet on it. And I'm going to root for everybody to throw the ball all over Ford Field tomorrow, Mafia. What do you think? I think that's a risky gamble to go over on both those guys, man. I didn't really get to look at the uh, the player props too much before I came to New York, so I got shut up once I gave it over the bridge, of course. So I had to get on the you know, as much as I could quickly. So I just threw in the you know, what we were going with the uh, the spreads. But you know what? I could see. I'm always skeptical whenever there's over 300. If you give me 270s, 280s, I could jump on a guy that thinks going to have a good performance. Once you get into having to definitely be over 300, it's like, oh, that's a little tougher. I mean, yeah. they both should go over, but that just gives me you know, a little chill down the spine when I have to guarantee the guy's <laughs> going to get over 300 yards in a game. It is. It's always, but that's why they put these things up here. You got to have a little fun with them. You got to uh, make it happen. Some of the other ones, I'm not too enamored. Are you just getting like plus money rushing. odds on that one on the over on that one? Well, if you parlay them together, yeah. So if you put okay. them to the two of them together, they're each like minus 110, uh, maybe minus 115, one of them. But uh, I'm going to play them both together. I'm going big or I'm going home. Parlay both of the passing overs. Tread, it's at plus 229. 100 wins you 229. Let's go. Let's make it happen early on. So me and Mafia both like the Texans early, and we're both leaning to the over. In that one game, number two, Mafia at 4.30 p.m. Eastern is the Dallas Cowboys and the WFT, the Washington football team. And what now, Moff? Uh, we've talked about it the last few days. This is now a crucial game in the NFC Leafs because they're both three and seven. Everybody has three wins in the division. Uh, I have documented all week how much I love the Cowboys to win it now because their schedule is very manageable. And that starts with them playing like they did in Minnesota on Sunday and carrying it over to this game against Washington. And now, Moff, you also have the sidebar story here for the Cowboys, which is, of course, uh, the unfortunate passing today uh, of the strength and conditioning coach, uh, Marcus Paul, 54 years old. So the Cowboys are playing. They're going to have heavy hearts uh, at home after the, uh, the passing of one of the guys on the staff. Um, should be a, a surreal scene in Dallas tomorrow for them. Yeah, and, and that is something that gives me a little bit of pause in this game. And honestly, you know, it's never something you want to be factoring into a game. And I feel terrible bringing it up when we're talking about this in this yeah. respect. But, I mean, like you said, when I, they just found this out today. It's not like this happened and, and they've been dealing with it for a while. You know, he right. fell ill at the facility earlier this week. Today he passes away. He's been there for a while. And, and Sure, you think that some people would be like, oh, well, give them a kick in the butt, like win one for them. And like, you know, they're emotional in that way. Sometimes that emotional is very draining the other way. And I was on the Cowboys in this game. I still like them, but I'm a little more cautious right now on what this might do to them and how this might affect them as this game goes on. You know, I think it's almost kind of messed up that they're playing this game. I know it's Thanksgiving. I know it's a tradition, blah, blah, blah. I'm surprised that the NFL is you know pushing them to play this game after someone within the organization who's been there for a while just passed away today you know that's kind of something they a good enough reason i think to push it till sunday obviously it would mess with the tv and all the other stuff you know the money which is all they ever care about but yes. from a human perspective I, i'm surprised that this game isn't being pushed back uh you know till sunday or monday to let them grieve a little bit more before they put them on the field when this just happened today yeah, it's not an easy spot. Uh, it really isn't. And you don't like to think about things like this, but you also factor in that they've already 
postponed one of the games tomorrow. You know, that it just it, it, you, you, you really shouldn't think like that. Uh, we're talking about a tragedy that happened to this team and, and one of the members of the organization. But it is it's true. They've already canceled the late game. They're going to cancel two of the three games on Thanksgiving. The NFL is about money. You've said it. Jerry Jones about money. I mean, there there are some things at play here, but they are going to play. You know that there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, win it for them, things like that. Uh, I like the Cowboys to put that stuff on the side. Like you say, let's take that stuff on the side. It, it you know, it shouldn't be a factor in the game, but you, you know, for the Cowboy players, it'll be there on their shoulder. For me, Mafia, I, I think the Cowboys are playing better right now. I don't put too much stock in the way Washington beat Cincinnati last Sunday. Um, 46 and a half is an interesting total as well. Uh, but I think under three right now at minus two and a half, I'm locked and loaded on the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm with you on that as well. Like I said, I, I've liked them all week, you know, apart from this because of they are the better team. You know, like you said, the Cincinnati win for Washington is nice, but does that happen if Burrow ends up out of the game? If he doesn't get hurt, is that going to be the same game? I don't think so. I think Burrow is still going to light them up or get, as you know, at least a good amount of yards and, you know, put in the end zone a couple of times because Washington does have a, a decent defense. So I'm not going to say he light them up and definitely get 300 yards and three touchdowns or anything like that. But still, I think it would have been a much different game if he was still in there and it would put more pressure on Alex Smith and maybe that would have you know, made him make a couple more mistakes there. Dallas is the better team. Their offense has gotten going last week. They ended up Dalton coming back from concussion. Obviously, they had a lot of problems when he was gone, but he looked really good last week filling in for Dak, and he's going to be the one there and doing it again. And He has a lot of weapons. Zeke and Pollard both got going, so the offensive line is starting to kick things back into gear, and they're going to run a little better. And it might be a little tighter than we think. It might be a little tougher for the Cowboys to put up points than we assume because, you know, they put up points last week. So now we're saying, no, we're just going to do it. That's what they always do every week. But Washington does have a good defense. Still, I think the Cowboys easily cover that as long as, you know, this doesn't really take them out of the game mentally. Yeah, I I think that Washington is going to be in the game. I think that we could see some points. And I know I always say that. I'm an over lover. I, I look at any line and I can find a way most of the time to see how these two teams can get over the number in any game. Uh, but uh, 46 and a half, I think, is manageable. Uh, rushing yards, you know, a little low, too. Elliott, 70 and a half. Antonio Gibson, 55 and a half. So those could be plays for me in terms of some props in the game. I do have one other silly prop for you, Mafia, and I'll save it. I'll do it after the break. A silly prop parlay that we can do in this Washington-Dallas game. And we'll look at more games coming up this weekend in the NFL. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty, 844-843-6879. We keep rolling right after this. back Pharrell on the bench Carver High and Mafia here with you 844-843-6879 the number to get involved UCLA and San Diego State our friends at uh, down the mightier 1090 uh, UCLA off to an 8-6 start here they're just not even at the first TV timeout yet so I'm interested in this one I'm invested I've got the Bruins minus two and a half here uh, I'm sorry San Diego I still love you uh, but I am on the Bruins. Uh, Mick Crone in year number two for him. Got a good squad. Like to see what he's got. Uh, and Villanova, Mafia mentioned to me during the break. I just looked at the live line. Uh, they are struggling with Boston College here on opening night. 34 up 
uh, in the first half, about a minute to go there. That line's gone down. Even though it's tied, it's still minus seven and a half on the live line for Villanova. So, uh, well, it was minus we, ten and a half a minute ago, so they're getting a little love. <laughs> so, if I, I'd like to see Boston College get out to like, like you know a five six point lead, and then we can really maybe dive in on some value uh, with Villanova here. Bruins now up twelve six. Let's get back to the NFL, Moff. And I told you I wanted to throw you a uh, a fun. This is entertainment fun type of uh, prop uh, parlay that you could do for the Cowboy. Washington football team game tomorrow. Let's take the rushing yards for the two quarterbacks. Andy Dalton over four and a half rushing yards. And let's parlay it, Mafia, with Alex Smith over three and a half (laughs) rushing yards. Now, I like these. You know that I get very zany with the quarterback rushing props. I look at all of them in every game each week. If I see ones under 10, I immediately like the my ears go up and I try to find ways to play them because it, these guys scramble a lot more now. Plays break down. Things happen. Uh, I love playing the Daniel Jones one. He seems to hit, go over almost every single week. I like playing Carson Wentz's one. So I'm going to take both of those, Mafia. Four and a half for Dalton, three and a half for Alex Smith. And uh, that's a plus 275 parlay. So 100 to win 275. That I, listen, I'm having fun tomorrow. Off Thanksgiving, you're having some food, you're avoiding family, and we're gonna root for Andy Dalton to rush for five yards and Alex Smith to rush for four yards. What do you think, Moff? Honestly, you might be asking more of Andy Dalton and Alex Smith to get those props <laughs> than you were of Deshaun Watson and Stafford to get those passing yard <laughs> props before. Because yeah, there are a lot of guys that scramble and move and break. These are not two of those guys. These are the like stereotypical pocket passer where it's they have their little box and they'll <laughs> run behind the line if they have to, but they are not crossing that line because they know if they do, they are getting lit up and they can't take that. Smith Smith had four yards rushing last week. He would have went over. He, went, he had four <laughs> yards rushing last week. I'm 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 doing it just for a laugh. And and I'm also doing it because if I don't play it now that I have brought it up, uh, I will get extremely upset at the dinner table tomorrow if I watch them both (laughs) scramble for over five yards in the game. So now I have to play at Mafia just on principle alone so that I'm not (laughs) mad at myself if they actually do run uh, for five yards tomorrow. So we are going to put that one in uh, of plus 275. Dalton Dalton over four and a half, Smith uh, over three and a half. So there you go, a fun quarterback rushing prop for tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day action. Uh, let's get Mafia to uh, some of Sunday's games. First one, uh, and, and the theme for, for Sunday, we mentioned it last night, a lot of road dogs. Tons of road dogs this week. Uh, almost more than, I think just about more than half the slate is road dogs coming up here this week. It's starting tomorrow with Houston, and it just goes all the way through the weekend. Uh, one of them is Arizona. At Foxborough against the Patriots, it's been minus two and a half all week long. It is it has stayed strong there. Total at forty nine and a half. Uh, Arizona heading east, one p.m. Eastern time kick for them. They uh, they did win a game in that scenario. I think they're one and one this year. They won the game in MetLife against the Jets. They lost a one p.m. East Coast kickoff to Carolina. Uh, what do you think about the Cardinals and the Patriots on Sunday, Mafia? You know what? This is one I'm gonna have to wait to till Sunday to bet. 
because uh, I think Keith yeah. brought up a great point earlier on uh, for all Coast to Coast is that with Murray limited and it being an issue with his shoulder in practice, not just the first two days, but also today. And we'll see as that goes on, you know, with, I don't know how much of a traditional practice they're going to have on Thanksgiving. If they go a little lighter tomorrow, you know, you're going to have to watch come Friday, what their practice is like and what he's doing in that practice. Because if there's something going on with his shoulder and he's ruled out as a game time decision, or, you know, even is coming in with a banged up shoulder before the game and takes a couple hits, you know, cause he does like to run the ball. That could be an issue for them. I'd, I love them. If he's there and he's okay, if he's having problems throwing that ball and, you know, makes him more one-dimensional or, you know, he for some reason can't play and they have to go to the backup situation, then I might have to just stay away from that game, you know, because I can't trust the Patriots either. You know, it's not like they're a team that you say, oh, well, if he's out, they're definitely winning. Like, even if they have their backup in, the Patriots have been so bad this year, it could still go Arizona's way. I just can't bet my money on it if it is. Yeah, it's definitely a game where you need to wait uh, right now because you could get burned, um, you, especially with him being limited. I, I don't love it either way because you could tell last week he was hurt. Now, they had a little extra rest because they played the Thursday night game. They could just be Holt being really cautious with him this week. But um, if he doesn't play or if he's even not himself in that game, I, I don't know if I can back him. Uh, even under a field goal, I don't know if I can back them. New England's been, uh, you know, listen, they've been New England. Uh, they're not a great team this year. Their defense isn't good. And if Murray is really healthy, I think that he could tear their defense up. But we might have to wait, Mafia, like you said, until Sunday morning to see. Uh, now, you might not get two and a half anymore. Once we find out that Murray's playing, uh, that could go to three and a half. Could go, you know, could go a little bit up. But uh, that's what you got to do if you want to wait uh, till Sunday to get it. Carolina, by the way, I don't Eddie, know if they go, go you know, contrary to their depth chart, but right now, uh, if he is not in there, you might get the immortal, as you like to say, Chris Streveler in his oh. first season from South Dakota. Legend. Uh, I mean, Huntley's backing him up, so maybe they just skip him and go to Huntley, but that is who their backup quarterback is right now, Chris Streveler. One of the one of the all-time greats, Mafia, as we like to say. Uh, one of the all-time greats. Uh, oh. The immortal. <laughs> uh Carolina Minnesota maybe Teddy Bridgewater maybe Christian McCaffrey Minnesota loses at home people thought they were back in the mix they're not in the back in the mix for anything Minnesota is not going to the playoffs uh home three and a half point favorite against Carolina total of 51 you know Carolina especially if those guys play I wouldn't mind getting a little bit over a field goal against the Vikings here on Sunday Mafia I really wouldn't yeah, this is one of those situations where it could just be two bad teams play a great game. Uh, I think that Minnesota, though, to me, has more weapons. I know you might get McCaffrey back, and you're probably going to get Teddy back. And I know that P.J. played great last week, so either way, you know, you, you're not in the worst situation as you would have thought they could be in. And it was an ugly loss for them against the Cowboys, although you know, they still didn't play bad offensively. They still put up points. You still had Thielen catching balls. You still had you know Jefferson. You still had Delvin Cook, who was – Held down, but still he got, you know, a little bit of uh, action going. I don't think Carolina's defense is going to be able to stop Dalvin Cook. That's my big issue. That hook might be the thing that kind of dissuades me from getting in on this action. But as bad as, you know, the Minnesota Vikings defense has been, as bad as their, you know, their quarterback Kirk Cousins has always been when you need him most, I still can rely on Dalvin Cook right now and no one can stop him. I think that Carolina is going to get run over by him. And it's just if 
you know, Bridgewater and possibly CMC can put up some points to match and they get into a shootout like Minnesota did against Dallas last week. I'm leading Minnesota. We'll see how that goes, though. I don't know. That hook, like you said, could be the difference. Yeah, and that's actually also the kind of game, and I know I always say I like over so much. I might, I kind of lean the under of 51. I won't play it just because I, I won't play unders on really? principle. But I, I know it's it's amazing to hear that out of me. But I'm not going to play it, but I, I kind of lean under on 51. I think that that could be like a you know a 20 to 17 type of game on Sunday. So how about that, Mafia? We hear something new. I actually lean under on a game. It can happen. They both put up points last week. (laughs) I can lean under on some of these games. Uh, That's for, and and there's also the, if Teddy plays now, I'm not sure if he did this with the saints last year or not. Uh, The Teddy Bridgewater uh, returning to Minnesota angle Mafia. We have that as well. uh, Possibly on the table. Teddy B going back to, uh, to play the Vikings. So, uh, Browns, six and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. Are the Browns for real, Mafia? This is like one of these times where Browns are seven and three. They're in a playoff spot right now. Things are going good for them. Uh, some good wins at home. They're going to go on the road here to one of the two or three worst teams in the league. Are the Browns going to brown or are the Browns going to stick to what they do well, pound the rock with Chubb and Hunt? and blow this Jaguar team out? Well, being that I'm a Jet fan, and I need the Jaguars to win as many games as possible over the (laughs) remaining of the season because this one-game cushion they have is not making me feel very good, I'm going to say the Browns brown. And they go to Jacksonville, and they get that, you know, the humidity, and they get the the different weather they're not used to. And sure, they have a great running game, but I think that Jacksonville is going to try to stock up the line and say, all right, go ahead, try to beat us, Baker. And challenge him. And uh, you know what? They've been doing decently well. I mean, obviously, they lose every game pretty much. So it's not like they're a good team. But they're a tough team. They're a scrappy team. Yes, they got smoked by the Steelers last week. But the Steelers are a lot better. I mean, before that against the Packers, they were within four. Within two against the Texans. You know, they were playing uh, within a touchdown against the Lions. They can be a tough team. And this kid, Luton, is actually doing a decent job. You know, I'm going to give him a chance here. And I'm going to say that. Cleveland probably still wins the game, but being around a touchdown might be a little too much. It might be a four or five point game. Yeah, I'm probably going to pay for this uh, because it's just not smart to do, but I'm going to back the Browns, Mafia. I'm going to back them laying six and a half on the road against a bad team. I'm a believer that the Browns are going to make the playoffs. The extra team is going to help them. The schedule is going to help them. And I think that because they want to play this way and not let Baker Mayfield basically throw the ball at all, I think that just running the football and playing defense is going to be enough for them to win this game comfortably by 10 or 14 plus uh, points against the Jags. Uh, Also, the Raiders in a tricky spot. Uh, They're a road favorite, too, which is rare for them Uh, in Atlanta against the Falcons. West Coast team going to the East Coast again. 1 p.m. start. I kind of like the Falcons here. And and I and I basically the night said how much I you know I'm in on the Raiders now and I trust them and then I looked at this spot and I go do I trust them that much I'm not really sure but 53 and a half I trust that over that I definitely trust. Well, first of all, I have to go back and say that everything I said about the Jaguars forget because I just saw that Mike Glennon is making his first start in three years. I did not realize that was happening. I am on the Browns wholeheartedly now. But <laughs> going back to the Raiders game there. 
you know, it's one of those where you see, like, is this a trip up? Because Atlanta's one of those teams, and, you know, Gruden said of it, they're the best 3-7 and seven team I've ever seen. Well, no, they're not. Yeah. Their defense is a joke. You and me could <laughs> score 20 points on them, just the two of us. And I think that, you know, with these players on the offense banged up, we don't know what the deal is going to be with Julio. At this point, the Raiders showed me a great deal of grit and awesome, you know, play last week against Kansas City for the second time this year. I'm rolling with them to smoke Atlanta. Yeah, I, I I lean over as the play that I'm going to make in this game. 53 and a half. We've seen the Falcons play some wild games. Raiders can score. Saw it again against the Chiefs uh, on Sunday night. But, man, it's tough for me to trust the Raiders on the road. Even against a team like Atlanta, it's tough for me to trust them. Carver High and Mafia, we're in for Scotty. 844-843-6879. We wrap up our number one. And we're back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. 844-843-6879. The number to get involved as we uh, get ready for Thanksgiving coming up uh, here on Thursday. Number three, Villanova uh, at the half against Boston College at the uh, the 2K Empire Classic, which I believe is at the Mohegan Sun. Uh, they are at the half tied at 34. Uh, live line right now of minus seven and a half for Villanova, uh, minus 620 uh, on the money line. So Villanova struggling here. Uh, the Aztecs of San Diego State uh, tied right now with UCLA, 19 all. Uh, just under nine minutes left to play in the first half right now. You got Wisconsin absolutely hammering Eastern Illinois. Uh, Mafia, I am now uh, solely waiting on Villanova to maybe get down four or five points here to start the second half and to try jump on them on the live line here on opening night against Boston College. Let's go. Yeah, that's uh, always a benefit of the in-game betting is when you get a team that's favored that, you know, is laying way too many points for you to put your money on early in the game. Some reason to start chipping up in the beginning, lets you get a little, you know, much better action in as it goes on. So you wait for opportunities like that, especially halftime in some of these college football games, and you might get that in the beginning of the second half here in college basketball too. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, I love it in all the sports. Uh, I'm, I prefer in-game playing, but especially in basketball. I think it has the most edge uh, in hoops, college and NBA. I think there's more edge in-game uh, playing those than there is in any other sport. Uh, and now with a billion college basketball games going on every single day, uh, that's going to get myself into probably a lot of trouble. Harbor High and Mafia, we are in for Scotty Farrell on the bench. 844-843-6879. When we come back, hour number two, we've got a few more NFL games to roll through. We have a whole bunch of college football games to get through as well. Carver High and Mafia on the bench the night before Thanksgiving. We get rolling with our number two right after this. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 